Welcome to the Sage Parnassus Podcast, peaceful guidance for your Charlotte Mason homeschool and life with me, Nancy Kelly. Today, I want to read to you a short and sweet letter that I found in the Charlotte Mason archives. The letter is signed, A Mother. And in this short letter, she shares this insightful list of aphorisms. Um, Aphorisms are pithy observations that contain general truths. Um, This one is my favorite. When portions of life are stormy and buffet you, remember the shore is sweetest where tides run. You have no right to claim always half-tide. A friend of mine shared this recently from Charlotte Mason, volume 4, page 7. Sometimes the springs swell in the hills, the rivers overflow, and there is a flood. But this is not always a misfortune in the end, because much that is rotten and unclean is swept away, and lands washed by a flood are very fertile afterwards. So, on with the letter. Dear Editor, I venture to send you a few aphorisms which have come to me during a long period of suffering with its intervals of solitude. They may be interesting to other mothers who will perhaps in their turn be induced to send you for publication some of the teachings of life that have come to them also in times of weariness and distress. Signed, A Mother. Live all the hours you can in the sunlight. Work by rule with exceptions. Let good habits bear sway, not as tyrants, but as friends. Let unimportant things be. Don't tell everybody everything. Reserve your strength. Others have shoulders, too. Give deliberation beforehand and the right rate of speed to the action. Do the next thing, by all means, and know you are going to do it, but do not always betray your intention. Try before you trust, and have faith, rather, in acts, than words. Blame the right person only, and to the right amount only, but give encouragement to wash it down. Remain alone and at peace if you have a right to solitude, but emerge the better for it. When you know what rests you, rest for others' sakes. If sleep flits, mercy looks down the long day through. Believe in yourself up to the point you would believe in another. Otherwise, you are unjust. Mental prayer needs no style. If it did, could you better the psalmists? Make a museum of your mind and let conversation 
be the well-oiled key. In an important interview, weigh your first words. After that, trust to opportunity, instinct, and the spirit. When portions of life are stormy and buffet you, remember the shore is sweetest where tides run. You have no right to claim always half-tide. Torrents and whirlwinds have their glory, and great souls bow down in worship. So only do they hear the still, small voice. Who is the welcome humorist? He that takes off, not the individual, but the race. Judge people as they mean to be, not as they appear, but judge their works, not as they appear, but as they are. Wholesome chaff leaves grain behind, but in domestic life, sarcasm is a file which may wear down a fine edge. If we could but fathom each other's methods of work and play, how much greater would the aggregate be? I would like to close with a poem by Christina Rossetti. God strengthen me to bear myself that heaviest weight of all to bear, inalienable weight of care. If I could once lay down myself and start self-purged upon the race that all must run, death runs apace. If I could set aside myself and start with lightened heart upon the road by all men overgone, God harden me against myself, this coward with pathetic voice who craves for ease and rest and joys. Myself, arch-traitor to myself, my hollowest friend, my deadliest foe, my clog whatever road I go. Yet one there is can curb myself, can roll the strangling load from me, break off the yoke, and set me free. <laughs>